If you can try to shift from blaming and say, this was my experience, where did it go wrong for you? When we can hear our partner's experience and understand the distress they might have been under, then it engages our empathy. And now we're like, oh, that sucked. I'm so sorry you felt abandoned. Or I'm so sorry you felt like we walked away from you and didn't include you. We were both really having a bad time. And neither one of us hoped the other person was going to be having a bad time. So how do you show up for your partner's distress when you're in the middle of distress? It's really a hard thing to do. I'm Angela. And I'm Chad. And we discuss issues that couples face in everyday life. Then we set you up to have a conversation with your partner that's designed to bring you closer together. This is the Connecting Couples Podcast with the real Emhoffs. Real conversations for a real connection. All right, it has happened. You have arrived at your destination. This is what all that planning went into. This is what all the tension around the departure went into. You have just landed at the campsite, landed at your Airbnb, landed at your all-inclusive resort. That actually sounds like a really pleasant time. We should plan one of those soon. And now a whole new set of cycle options and opportunities shows (laughs) up in what the expectation of this time off should look like. Oh my gosh. I'm just imagining getting off work at three, driving for eight hours, finally getting there, getting unpacked. We're laying in bed and and you wake up at 7 a.m. the next day because you're excited to be wherever you were, right? We want to be there. And now it's like, do I want to wake up at seven or do I want to wake up at 10? Do I want to, what, what, what's breakfast going to be like? How is this going to go? Did we make a plan for that? <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, what, why do we go on vacations? It sounds like so much work. You either resent that you actually have to get up at eight o'clock because you have 17 things to do on your very organized day, or you don't have anything planned and start to think, what am I going to do and who's planning it? And so we want to break down in this episode quite a few things that either could be planned or could be spontaneous from how much you're spending, what you're doing, what does your food options look like? Yeah. Well, and I'm like, let's say I'm planning on sleeping in. Like I can imagine Avery waking up at 7am saying, let's go to the beach. Let's go to the beach. Let's go to the beach. You know, or whatever the thing is, let's go boogie board or whatever. So I'm like, there's a lot of ways that as we go on vacation, we can get caught in a negative cycle, which if you've ever been on vacation and been mad at each other, that sucks. I mean, that, I mean, it's not fun to be in a fight at home, but at home we have lots of time at home. And so I'm like, you don't lose as much. I hate to say it that way. That doesn't feel right. But I'm like, you don't lose as much, but like on vacation, it's limited and you went here because you want to enjoy it. And so I think it's just tough, man. Cycles show up everywhere. We hope that you can get to your destination and have an incredible time and never get in a fight and never have any distress and everything goes exactly the way you want it to. So let's just say if that is possible, go and have a great vacation. But for all of the rest of us, we would like to in this episode discuss when it goes wrong. How do you repair? How do you recover quickly from a vacation fight, a misunderstanding. So we're going to bring up a few of ours because we love to share those with you and also give you some things to think about when you are planning your vacation so you can have some of these things discussed before you go. So first, let's talk about something. I know this sounds like a weird thing, but goals of vacation, which we mentioned a little bit in the first episode, which is, are we resting? Are we adventuring? Are we studying history and doing some sort of exploration 
by this point, you should have discussed that. So your partner now knows we have, I, I think about our honeymoon. We went to Mexico and we had a mix of beach time, relaxing several pools at our destination resort that we were hanging out in. But on one of the days, we also had to be at the bus stop to get on the bus to go to Chichen Itza. Is that yeah, where we yeah. went? Some ancient pyramid and there was a tour and that was really cool. And we knew that was coming. And so it was a combination of let's do restful and let's do adventure. And we were both in on it and we both understood the expectation yeah. around those events. And we went to that cenote or whatever and went swimming in there. That was oh, pretty fun. True. Yeah, I'm that like, was fun. And it was kind of adventure. It's it, And so it's like kind of knowing yourself and what you need. I, I think... Once you get to the vacation spot and you're kind of enjoying the time together, it's like, what do you, what do you want to do? Like, how do we want this to do? I, I think the people that I know that do this the best are just flexible. Like they don't, they don't get married to any one idea or way of doing it. Um, I know for us, sometimes that we get, we push, me and you are pushers a little bit. So um, I think that can be our challenge at times is like, we want to push to get the most out of everything. And so I think that's, it's a great question. It's like, what is the plan for this vacation? You know, I, I can think of an example of probably all of those that we have done, whether it's just rest or whether it's, you know, cultural or whether it's adventure. And I know people that have gone like kayak the Grand Canyon or whatever. I'm like, which I don't doesn't sound like rest at all to me, but I, I think it'd be a pretty cool thing <laughs> yeah. to have done. And so asking yourself, what is this really that we're wanting to get out of the vacation or as we're as we're doing it? You mentioned flexibility, and I think that's such an important thing to address or make overt. A lot of times, and we've done this early on in escalated couples where we go, the pursuer maybe wants the withdrawer to think like me. I want all the things that matter to me to matter to you. Yeah. Or the withdrawer might want the pursuer to be a little less excitable or have a little bit. Why don't you calm down and be, you know, <laughs> those never go well. Calm but down, the idea Angela. here, even on vacation, <laughs> is not to put your expectations on your partner, but to embrace and accept your partner for who they are. So if you have one of you who wants to sleep in, the expectation isn't we both must sleep in. Or if one of you is an early riser and wants to go like go on a walk on the beach, you must now forego your desire to sleep in so that you can go on a lovely beach sunrise walk with me because then we can start to resent the other person it's a it's about discussing what you want and trying to cooperate and trying to align some of those desires so that you can both get basically your goals met on this vacation if that's even something that you can say well i i think it's a it's a tough I, I know we're talking about a vacation. Oh, it's so tough. It's so hard. But I'm like, it's a tough thing to go, what do I want out of this vacation? And we work a lot. And every job that you go apply for probably will say, this is your vacation time. This is what you can take. And so it's something that's clearly important to us. But I wonder if we take the time to really discuss what is it that's important about a vacation to me? Yeah. You know, when I'm in uh, a beach resort, is it is it about the beach or is it about a pool or is it about what is it about? You know, what am I looking for out of this time where I, I get to disconnect from work? I think most of the time there is a component of rest, but there's also this component of I want to reconnect with my family, with my wife, with my kid. I want to enjoy some things. I know when I was single, like I saw a lot of cool things, but seeing cool things alone isn't as fun. Like it's hard to hold on to. And so to me, I think vacation becomes this place where I want to say, can I make a memory with you? Can I, can I do something that's 
fun with you? Can I, yeah, sure, rest. And, and rest is important, not knocking rest, but I'm like, can I rest, but can we do it together in a way that enjoys the sunrise or enjoys the sunset, that gets to eat the cool food, that gets to go see the cool thing? Um, I think that's what we're working so hard for in some ways. Let's say we don't communicate well those goals. This is where it goes wrong, right? So we're going to give you just a few examples. We'll start with last summer, we went for the first time to South Carolina. We went to Hilton Head. We had a blast. We stayed in an Airbnb. We even took our bikes and did a bike riding trip on this, you know, nature preserve island that was really cool. But there was a morning where Chad said, hey, I want to wake up and go for a bike ride. I'm going to let you and Avery sleep in, which I thought, okay, that's cool. Go ahead and go. So morning comes, he, I hear him stirring. I hear the door shut. It's not too much longer after that. Our daughter wakes up. I'm now awake also. And I'm going to say maybe 10 or 15 minutes after he left. So now we're awake and he has only really just begun his bike ride. So I buy us some time, get her dressed, get me dressed, get some breakfast made. We're hanging out. I think I might've even done like a load of laundry at the little laundry mat. And it gets to be 30, 45 minutes in. And I start to think he should be back any minute now. He should be back any minute now. Any minute now, he is going to be back. But he is not returning. And so I text him. And I'm like, where are you? And he said, I've only just started my bike ride. And in that moment, I got frustrated. I'm like, what do you mean you only just started your bike ride? You left 45 minutes ago. He said, well, there's drive time and traffic. And I arrived at the place where the bike trail starts. And I take my bike off. And I have to get on my bike. And now I'm riding. And he might have even had like had a flat or pump up his tire and then it started raining like there were multiple things that I had zero understanding of so now because I'm already saying where are you he feels pressure to return wraps up his bike ride it's 10 minutes back to the car because he only went 10 minutes out he comes back and the whole morning is shot he didn't get his bike ride we feel kind of like we got stuck at that it was just poor planning altogether. And in retrospect, we have discussed, because this is something Chad and I do often, hey, that didn't go well. Where did it go wrong for you? And so we were able to discuss, well, I heard the door close when you left and I thought, oh gosh, we're both wide awake. We didn't come up with a plan. At that point, I could have, and going forward, I will say, hey, if we wake up and you're not back, we're going to go down to the pool or we're going to go on a beach walk or we're going to do something else. So we're not waiting for you to do your thing. But talk to me about your side of that and how it went wrong and your thoughts of it going forward. Yeah, I mean, I think I would like to um, say that I'm going to go do what I want on that time. You said it was fine and I should just be able to like go do what I want. But at the same time, I don't want you all to be sitting there not knowing what to do with yourselves for an hour or whatever and waiting for me to come back. So I'm like, I do feel some pressure in that moment to come back and go, okay, well, what do you, what are you wanting to do? You know, like, and I think you were like, I'm making breakfast and I'm like, okay. I'm like, that's, I don't need to be here for breakfast or whatever. Like I, I just remember it being really kind of convoluted. And I think, um, part of why this gets hard and, and using that example is like, we both kind of had expectations. I knew I was bringing my bike because I wanted to go ride my bike while I was there. I knew I was going to try to go do something. And I had this expectation that, and I, I planned it that way. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to get up at seven and I'm going to try to sneak out. I'm getting dressed in the dark, literally in the dark with 
and, and getting all my stuff together. I've laid it out the night before. The bike's in the hallway by the door that I'm going to take. Which happens to also be right by the bunk beds where my kid is sleeping, right? where our kid is sleeping, well, you know. And there's no option, <laughs> no. right? So I'm like, I'm, I'm going, all right, well, now I'm going to go. And I go as quietly, having dressed in the dark, as I can. And it's unfair for you also, because you have communicated all that. Yeah. So it's not for a lack of us communicating that this goes wrong. Well, I think there was like, I was hoping for, and I had an expectation, a desire to go do this thing. And it honestly, on my end, it went a little different than that because you called me and I think I was there and I was, I was riding the bike and you guys had just gotten up. Like, so I was like, okay. And like, I'm 15 minutes from where I wanted to go, which I was a little bit confusing, but I'm like, I'm halfway to where I wanted to be. So I'm 15 minutes from where I wanted to go. So I'm like, I kept riding out and then I had to ride back 30 minutes. So it's 45 minutes of time that I'm like, I, I'm not going to stop now because I'm almost where the cool thing I wanted to see on my bike ride, <laughs> which is fine. So yeah. I continue to do it and I come back. But by the time I'm back, you're like, you've been gone two hours. I'm like, well, that was pretty fast. I thought, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh my yeah. God, I did it. But I'm like, for me, I'm like, man, now I'm in trouble for something that I literally planned. I yeah. set up, I told you I was going to do, we agreed. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to do with that. Like sometimes. And so we had to have a little cycle repair on vacation. And I want to jump in there too, because here is the unfair thing for both of us. At that point, it's the togetherness that is, is putting pressure on me. Like, yeah. I don't want to go down to the ocean without you. So now are we waiting? If we leave you, is that fair? We got... So, so there's just this tiny little miscalibration yeah. that aggravates both of us unintentionally. Yep. I really did want you to have a good time and you really didn't want us to be waiting for you. And so how do we repair? Whose fault is it? If we go back to, you know, our hold me tight, our creative for connection workshops that we do when Sue Johnson in EFT talks about the demon dialogues, that first fight couples get in, find the bad guy is whose fault is it? This is your fault. You should have. No, this is your fault. You should have. Well, I did. Well, why didn't you? And now we're in a fight on vacation. Our kid is in her bathing suit with her water shoes on, <laughs> covered in sunscreen, holding her inner tube, watching mom and dad Big fight <laughs> while know, yeah. we're waiting to go to the pool. It's just, yeah. it's not fun for anybody. I know. And, and so... I guess, I guess it's like finding a way to repair on vacation is really, it can be really tough. It can be really hard because I'm going, Oh my goodness, how do I reconnect with my wife? How do I, how do we not fight in front of the kid? Which we don't mind fighting a little bit in front of a kid, but like trying to show our if kid, like, repair. how do you repair? Yeah. And, and I'm like, that's, it's tough, man. We're yeah. in a tough spot at that moment. We are going to get into how to do a repair. But first, let's bring you into another vacation fight. So this one happened last spring break. We went skiing in Colorado. We were mm. in a lovely little town of Salida, just north of that Monarch Mountain. It's a great little ski resort. And we were eating lunch. We had skied all morning. We took a break for lunch. And Chad and I and Avery are sitting there and we're done with lunch and Avery and I get up to go and drop off our trash. And I assume Chad is right behind me. And at lunch, we actually had discussed from here, we're going to go to the gift shop. We're going to get a little t-shirt maybe. We're even going to maybe get some hot chocolate before we go skiing again. And so we kind of had a loose plan in place, I thought, and I think Chad yeah, thought too. Yeah. So Avery and I get up and we walk and it's crowded and we're covered in gear and you're walking around with ski boots on. And I think maybe Avery and I had to go to the restroom before, but we walk away from the table and 
turn around and we don't see Chad. And I walk back to the table, Chad's not there. I come back out and I think, where has he gone? I don't know where he is. And I start to go, hmm, he must have gone to the bathroom or he must, let's just wait here. So we wait like five minutes, we wait like 10 minutes, still no Chad. And I don't have a phone. There are a couple of things that went wrong in this particular moment. So at this point, Avery's like, where's dad? And I, this is a hard thing to do. And, and I will own how horrible I was in this moment. I'm like, he left us. <laughs> he left us. Not like forever. My implication might have been like, I don't know where he is, but he clearly left us here. And we don't know where he is. So, Chad, let's kick it over to your side. Where were you? Well, I'm sitting there, and we're having lunch, <laughs> and Angela's like, okay, let's go. And she gets up, and I'm, like, sitting there. I'm like, uh, okay, we'll, we'll go. And so, like, I stand up. I start putting my coat on, and she's walked off with Avery and walked around the corner out of the restaurant over, I guess, to a trash can mm-hmm. somewhere around the yeah. corner. And... And so I'm like, okay, well, where did they go? So I start walking out looking for them. And I remember she said, oh, we're going to go by the gift shop. I'm like, well, maybe they just went on straight to the gift shop. So I start looking for them. I looked around the the restaurant slash trash area, whatever. There's like three restaurants right there. And there's three exits, which is unfair to both of us. So I'm looking around like, well, maybe they went on up. I'm like, that's fine. Or maybe she went to get her phone. It's in a locker at the top also. So I kind of keep going and looking for them. I'm looking for them. I go by the one gift shop. I go by the other gift shop. Not there, not there. I go to the lockers, not there. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back towards the gift shop. Maybe she was in the gift shop and I missed her. So I go all the way back to the gift shop, which again, when I say all the way, we're in ski boots. So it's like everywhere you walk, it seems difficult to me anyway. (laughs) Uh, And so I'm like, we're walking, I'm walking along and I'm like looking for them. And then finally some f- random phone numbers calling me. I'm like, that's gotta be Angela borrowing somebody's phone to call I me. I have asked a stranger if I could borrow their phone so I can call my husband to find out where he is. So I answer the phone <laughs> and I'm like, where are you guys? And she's like, where are you? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> we did not have a, what happens if you get separated plan? Uh, this is always good to put in place, especially if you're at a busy place in snow gear with multiple layers, multiple buildings, multiple lodges. Uh, we we didn't. Guess what we have now when we go skiing or anywhere? We have a plan in place for if we get separated. But we didn't at this particular moment. So we say we're right where we were having lunch. We're just right there. Come back. So he comes back. I'm clearly steaming. There again is Avery, not in a bathing suit with sunscreen on and her inner tube. Instead, in snow gear, ready to go. Ski get, again. Get her hot chocolate. Let's get on the caterpillar. Ski again. Uh, and we're clearly uh, cross with each other trying to recover quickly because here we are we have the rest of the afternoon which we would we had made a plan we're going to go and tackle a couple of more lifts and rides down and and Avery is doing incredible at skiing so we're really enjoying that as a family we're taking the four chair lift all up together coming down big mountains and now the whole thing is interrupted with distress, with contempt, with <laughs> passive aggressive remarks. It is not fun. And we know, because we work with a lot of couples, that we are not the only ones this happens to. So, Chad, how do you repair when it goes wrong in the moment on vacation? Well, I've got to say, as the withdrawer, one of the things that I think is important is to not just 
capitulate, like yeah. not just validate. Oh yeah, you're right. I did walk off and leave you. Cause it's not true. That would be a lie for me. So I'm like, I have to kind of like own a little bit of my story, but I also have to be able to take in your story. So when, when it comes to like repairing in that moment, I think it's just like, Hey, look, I want to be here now. I'm trying to be like coming back to now versus what happened then. Nobody's in the moment where you're standing at the trash can, except for you. And nobody's <laughs> in the moment where I'm looking all over the restaurants for you, except for me. Yeah. And, and so I'm like, it's not really fair to either one of us. Cause this was uh, kind of a comedy of errors in some ways. Like, it's like, I saw one thing, you saw a completely different thing. And so we just kind of have to go, okay, we know something bad just happened and it's not, it doesn't feel good to either one of us. We can respond to each other's kind of, um, distress, yeah. but where people get really stuck is if they try to hold on to who's right. Yeah. Like who's the right one in this, or I have to have my side scene or I can speak my truth. And then I can also say, Hey, I want to, I want to care about you. I care about Avery. I want to, how can we get reconnected? It does matter to me. I would never have left you at the table or at the trash can or wherever the place is on purpose. That's not even in my character and it's not who I am. So for me to reconnect, I think it's really a, about expression of like, wait, that's not the truth. Yeah. Cause if I just go with your truth, that's just placating you. And you'll know that I'm doing that. The other part too is pursuer or whoever is on the other side, yeah. the other partner, you can't just defend your position too. Right. So same here we are again with the find the bad guy is how it starts. You did it wrong. No, you did it wrong. If you can try to shift from blaming and say, this was my experience. Where did it go wrong for you? This was my experience. Where did it go wrong for you? Because when we can hear our partner's experience and understand the distress they might have been under, then it engages our empathy. And now we're like, oh, that sucked. I'm so sorry you felt abandoned. Or I'm so sorry you felt like we walked away from you and didn't include you. We were both really having a bad time. And neither one of us hoped the other person was going to be having a bad time. So how do you show up for your partner's distress when you're in the middle of distress? It's really a hard thing to do. In order to get your vacation back on track, you have to be able to do it. You have to be able yeah. to release, be flexible, and repair quickly. If not, the rest of the afternoon and possibly more than that is ruined. I got to say, Angela, this isn't unlike every other cycle. It's a lot like most cycles. I have to first be able to understand what's happening for me, what's going on inside me. Mm. Um, as I'm looking for you and Avery, I have to like reflect and go, wait, I, I felt a little bit concerned, worried, nervous. And I actually came back with a, a bit of defensiveness whenever you kind of attacked or kind of came towards me. I, I don't mean it in a negative way, but like you came towards me. And so if I can say, hey, whoa, 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 this, this is what's going on inside me. I was concerned for you. I cared for you. And not, not be defensive necessarily, but like let you in on my actual, what was their concern, care for you. Yeah. And if you can also say, oh, well, I was, I was nervous. I didn't know where you'd gone. I didn't know what was going Scared on. Scared so, or felt yeah. concerned. Yeah. But if we can really distill it and get a little bit clearer, I mean, that's what you were saying, but, but it's not, it's like every other cycle. If we can slow down and, and again, I think that expectation on this vacation, sometimes slow down, but do it yeah. quickly, <laughs> well, slow down quickly because we've got limited amounts of time yeah. and, and sometimes that works against us. But if, if you can go slow, uh, sometimes it makes things go a little bit smoother, which will actually make things be quicker. Um, if we slow down, sometimes it helps us really enjoy each other, get back on the same page. 
I love the idea of having a way that you say, hey, we're, I am on your team in some way, form or fashion, which, which needs to mean something to you and your partner. Yeah. Um, but but if, if there's a way that I can go, hey, Angela, we're together in this. I want this vacation. I want this time. I want this afternoon to be just as good as you do. How can I help us get back to a good place? I do care about you. If I can get that message to you and we can get aligned, man, I think, I think it makes the day, and we're really talking about three or four hours. It, it makes that day uh, better, but it's yeah. three or four hours that are precious. This is our vacation. This is the time we want to spend together. That's just ours. So I think it's, it's a valuable thing. And if we can make that time better, it's worth it. And that brings us to our connect point. The connect point is designed to help you have a different conversation about how you experience your relationship. Small adjustments lead to big change over time. Take some time to practice with us now. So in this connect point, what we want you to do is have a conversation with your partner that prepares you for being able to let your partner know you're on each other's team when the distress happens. A phrase that we shared just a minute ago that we tend to use now is, hey, here's where it started going wrong for me. Where did it go wrong for you? And that pauses our cycle and says, I care about your experience. What was your perspective? So that I'm not just trying to hold mine, so that I'm not just defending my position. And so that is a phrase that works for us that helps us kind of pump the brakes and go, hey, something went wrong. Can you let me in on where it went wrong for you? And if we share those experiences, it helps Chad and I realign in a quicker fashion. So for you, if you can say, how do I let my partner know I'm on your team, even though we're on vacation and it's distressed and I'm maybe even offended at you or offended at what just happened, we are on the same team. And ultimately, we both want to have a good time yeah. on vacation. And so if you can now, while you're not on vacation, discuss a plan for alignment when you are on vacation, maybe even call it something. We've done this before where we have a couple name their cycle Name your repair, name your vacation repair that helps you know you're aligned and share that with your partner so that you can recover quickly when things go wrong. Take some time, think about that and have a conversation with your partner now. Thanks so much for listening to us. If you've enjoyed this podcast, one of the best things you can do for us is to share it with another couple that you think could benefit from it. You can rate us and give us a review on your listening platform, and you can follow us on our Facebook page, The Real Emhoffs, where we share ideas about relationship along with upcoming workshops and speaking engagements we'll have. We love to hear from our listeners, so feel free to message or email us with ideas you might like us to talk about or the ways that our ConnectPoint conversations are impacting your relationship. Thanks, Thanks again. again.